I was like, how the flight canceled. <laughs> no, this poor woman, she's stuck. I'm so over it. Okay, listen, people. <laughs> if you don't have a job, the airport is hiring. I know that I shouldn't be a selfish bitch, but I am. I need you to go get a job at the airport. So maybe it'll be easier for me when I have to travel. Okay. I'd appreciate that. Because I have a job. Because I I travel for. Welcome back to the Totally Wholesome Not Dirty Podcast. If you're listening for the first time, you will find that we define wholesome a little differently here. I'm your host, Molly Stewart, and today's guest is Charlize. If you haven't listened to Charlize's beautiful voice and mind before, I encourage you to check out episodes 17 and 18, where I spoke with Charlize and photographer Allie Murphy. There were so many stories and laughs that we had to extend to two full episodes. So Charlize and I answer some of your submissions in today's episode. But before we get into it, I'd like to let you all know about the special All Love episode that I'm preparing for our Valentine's Day release. I want to hear from you. Tell me about your love stories or maybe your absence of love if you're looking for advice or encouragement. You can send in art submissions for David to put on the green screen and get involved. Tell me your dirty stories too. I want to hear it. If you want your voice heard, leave me a voice message at anchor.fm slash twnd. And if you're shy, email twndpodcast at gmail.com. Submissions for the Valentine's episode must be made by February 11 to be potentially featured. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you. But now, let's hear from Charlize. Oh, I'm back with Charlize, everybody. Welcome back. I don't really know when this episode will be airing, so it could be it could be in February. Who knows? It could be March because I have no concept of time, and I'm creating a huge backlog of content for potentially I might be in Australia right now. We'll see. So, but I thought we could just come on and chat because honestly, like, so most of the people that I have on are like industry people. You know what I mean? Which to be to be fair is kind of like you're kind of like a piece of that because like you are part of the, like the creation process of like helping to create that content but i know like for you like on the last one that we talked about you said that you guys were talking about like taking the naked photos on the car you're like but i don't release those so it's kind of like i, I was kind of curious like what are they for like is it just something that you enjoy to do like you just you're like i can look good naked i like to be nude and i just want these to look back on when I'm young or is it something that you've ever been like "Ooh, maybe I'll do something with them someday so I've kind of like tangled with it um with releasing some of them so a lot of the naked ones like I will post the ones of like where I'm covering like I have one I'll I'll send it to you (laughs) I hate myself so you look hot doing it (laughs) I look really hot with dribble I was gonna say people like the dribble luckily I didn't put on foundation so we're not gonna smear it everywhere you know, that's all that matters. Anyway, as you were saying. So anyways, um, so I've kind of like tangled with it a little bit, like of releasing some of it and doing stuff like that. I have a lot of them. Like, and if you go on like my Instagram and stuff, like I have pictures where it's clear that I really don't have anything on or I barely have anything on. On my stories, I'm always posting like me covered up, like where I'm just covering my, you know, my boobs. I just don't ever really release anything where like you're actually seeing anything, mm-hmm. which I'm not necessarily, I'm not even really sure, like, why, because I don't have anything against it, and I'm not scared to. Oh, no, obviously, because I feel like if you're, if you're scared to do it, you wouldn't be taking the photos, Photos really, anyway, and 
even even with like the boudoir type stuff that you shoot, because I know Allie was saying, and it makes sense that a lot of people who go to you guys, they're not used to taking those photos at all. At all. So it's like maybe for that purpose, it's like, okay, well, obviously I would never do this aside from this, like for yeah. my husband, my boyfriend, or maybe just, you know, for me, like only. But with you, you shoot like quite a bit. So mm -hmm. like, how did you get into shooting like just modeling in general and then what prompted from the modeling to being like and I'll be naked on a car <laughs> so I've kind of I feel like since I was a kid I was always kind of like a nudist in a way mm. um even like growing up like I've just always, always taking off just, your pants and stuff yeah same. I just I enjoyed it I just <laughs> it's just more comfortable for me like I enjoyed yeah. not really having most of this stuff on like it's not really any reason like I just liked it that way and my family is very non-traditional like like, let's be real, uh, my, if my dad watches this, he may not, it, you know, he'll probably talk about it, but he doesn't really like it. Like, my dad is an ex-pimp, like, literally. Right. Um, cool. My mom was in the Did he industry. have a cane? Can I ask that? Did he um, have, like, a sick-ass cane? <laughs> not, that, not that I know, but some of the pictures that I've seen. I just uh, want him to, like, pass down his pimp cane to you, because I feel like you could wield a pimp cane <laughs> like nobody's business. So, um, I've never, any, all of the pictures I've seen of him, like, from back in the day, like, he never had a cane, but he used to have, like, that typical, like... The purple hat and shit? Like, the, <gasps> not even, I wouldn't even say purple hat, but, like, the nice, like, the nice, like, suits, the outfits, like, all of it, like, just yeah. a bunch of stuff. So, I just was a really non-traditional, like, family. Like, yeah. My mom, my mom, you know, at some point, my mom it was telling herself at some point, like, doing different stuff. She was also, you know, both of them were drug addicts for a while. Um, so, I have the very non-traditional family, like... I've kind of witnessed everything. Like I've seen all of those different aspects. Yeah. Um, other people in my family that I've seen that I've heard and I've done, you know, I've been around to see like different stuff that they've done. Mm -hmm. And so I've never really been felt any kind of way about it. Like I don't care. Like I don't care. I'm just going to do this I just know, because like... it will point more at your face that way and then it won't cover your face. Yeah. And plus I keep moving away from it. No, you're like... fine. You're totally good. So I just feel like I never really cared too much. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Like my, and it was weird because my dad was very, you need to put this on, you need to do that. But I was that kid in like high school. I was like, I'm about to throw some heels on and a cute outfit. And I'm going one to of those like, like let's wear something cute under something horrible and then take off the horrible to reveal the cute. I did that. I did that for a little bit when it was not, when it was my, um, so my stepmom, well, she's not technically my stepmom now, but they were married at the time. Yeah. At the time like they were together. Um, she was super like weird and conservative. And like the hard part was for me is my parents always thought like, Oh, she's a whore. She's this she's that like when I ended up moving with my dad it was basically because there was a whole story of I was out running around sleeping with people I didn't lose my virginity until I was like a junior in high school like I wasn't doing any of the things that like were said that I was doing mm -hmm. and so like I but had, you're just like let's play into this idea of people well I, no I just never I never was that person I didn't really want to argue with them and like I didn't like the confrontation of it um from my older sister to her mom and everyone like when I was living with them it was always like little things like you're a whore you're this oh you're out fucking this person you're out doing this doing that when I wasn't and I just wouldn't I stopped denying it like for a while I tried to deny it and do all of this I stopped denying and I stopped caring yeah which is like yeah cool. That's it's kind of one of those things like with like everybody else having this perceived idea of you, whether it's like your own family, like just wanting to start stuff and I've been on the receiving end of that or whether it's like, oh, I'm posting my half nude photos on social media. So clearly there's something wrong with me or, you know, any of that like kind of stuff. But people don't really know everything that goes on like behind the screen no. essentially and it's like the only people that do are us but you have to put on it's it's like we talked about last time you have to be on 
you know, like all the time. But people are always then, because you're on such a big scale, going to have their opinions. So it's yeah. like all of your family's opinions times, you know, Everything millions. Else. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I don't know, like there's no point really denying anything negative that people say about you because for every, you would spend your entire day just fighting with people on social media or fighting with your family or fighting with friends or whatever, because it's like, only, you know, what's, what's in your head. Only, only, you know, who you're Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of how it is. And like, I just stopped caring. And I, and I want to say too, like a big part of it too, is like, I, you know, there was things that have happened in my past, like with like, you know, sexual assault, different things that have happened that I feel like also kind of molded it. And I kind of, for me, I feel like a lot of me doing different stuff is taking back the power for myself. That's how I feel about this job as well. It's just, it brings back the power. And even like, so like if you ask my ex-husband, I can't talk. If you ask that. If you ask my ex-husband, like (laughs) for him, he hates he hates my photos when I do photo shoots, all of that. Like, he likes it. He is always like, well, you were this girl when I met you, like, this, this, and this. Like, just little stuff. And, like, I understand to an extent, like, where people are coming from. Like, oh, you know, you changed in this way, changed in that way. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I'm like, you sit here and you call someone whore enough or you do this or you're, you know, you're obsessing over someone else. Like, and then I'm like, you know what? I love myself. I love my body. I love this. I don't care. It's mm-hmm. just a body. It's just boobs. It's just a vagina. Like, it's all decays. One. We all decay at a, yeah. a, a, a very similar rate when we when we die. When we die. I, I think. I'm not a mortician, but I'm, I assume that we all decay at pretty, roughly the same rate. Yeah, that's why they usually have it by, like, oh, by the decay in this person's body. It looks Yeah, like and this. you can pretty much know when people died based on the decay because we're all pretty much the same when we're gross and dead. So, exactly. I mean, who gives a <laughs> But But, yeah, it goes, like, that, that whole thing of, oh, you've changed. Like, that's, like... When people say, oh, you've changed in a way that's, like, negative, especially when you yourself know that either, for instance, you're in a better place, like, mentally, physically, whatever it is, and you know and have that feeling that, oh, I have changed, but it's, like, a good change. But then you have the people who see that change and, like, oh, you've changed. And it's, like, oh, why is it a problem that I've changed? changed. Because Because either, A, you're no longer taking advantage of me, be, I'm not letting you walk over me. Seeing, I'm not. Other people I'm are not, seeing a different side Exactly. Of me. Or I'm not like putting on a face just to be associated with you. Yeah. Because it's like I don't. I don't know. How old are you? I am. I'm 26. Right? Yeah, I'm 26. I'm like, yeah. How old am I? Well, yeah, but but you're 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 older, and so it's like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm 30, and I think that it's one of those things, especially when you're around like the 25 mark, is when our brains are apparently like fully developed and so I feel like that's when you kind of I I think that all of like the teens and 20s building in are just kind of like you're figuring everything out like you shouldn't be the same person when you're 26 that you were when you were 18 that you were when you were 20 that you were maybe two weeks ago you know maybe like everybody should always be trying to change and evolve and be the best version of themselves and so it's kind of like when you have that progress and then people who are supposed to be in your corner are like shitting on your progress because it doesn't align with maybe what they want, what they want. and it's like that whole thing with multifaceted people it's why you need more more than one friend it's why you need more than one person in your life because nobody can fill all those holes and it's like I feel like when people are too reliant on the person that they think that you are any bit of change it's like well then did you ever really like me were you ever invested you ever in me you just like this person that I was giving you because I thought that's what you 
needed to like me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, if you take that away, then everything was fake. So who cares? Yeah. So you just, you're, 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 it's like, for me, it's like you're shitting on everything else that I've did. Like, there's a reason that you become the person that you are. Like, for me, like, I know different things have changed about me. And there's stuff that, like, I think about. It, I'm like, man, you know, I started doing certain things, like, when I, you know, went through my divorce. Like, I did a few things that I'm like, ew, like, why did I ever do that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I, so I'm, a, I don't know if you're like, did you watch Grey's Anatomy? I did watch some, yeah. Okay, so I'm obsessed with the scene where she basically is, like, telling Derek, like, you don't get to call me a whore, you know, basically, like, you don't get to, like, basically determine what happens with how I healed myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a big thing for me, like, especially, like, with my ex-husband. I'm like, you don't get to tell me, like, what I decided to do, whether I went on a date every day or whatever I decided to do. If I decided I wanted to sleep with 20 people, it's not your call to tell me how I healed myself. Yeah. But I'm healed now. I'm and happy then, now. And then on top of that, too, you're an ex. Yeah. So... It's like either the healing couldn't come as part of that partnership, but the, the partnership is broken. So at that point, what you do individually shouldn't have any shouldn't bearing have any unless bearing. unless they're like unless you're doing something to purposefully and negatively affect each other, which is shitty, but obviously you're not doing that. No. And so it's like that's that's just, you know, that person's own insecurities and feeling of inadequate with themselves, whether like because the relationship ended because things aren't going well for them or stepping back and being like, even if they are doing well, seeing that, <laughs> I think it's like seeing that someone that you were with is doing better without you exactly. or, or even, even not necessarily better, but doing different and happier in a different space. Yeah. Even if you're doing fine, that can feel like garbage to you, but then it's like, but then you can't put that out put that on out other people. On other you, you have to own that. You got to be do. like, well, what what about me could I have changed or maybe done differently or or not even necessarily that, but just we're different people. We're different and people. just accept it. Well because... even if you decide you want to be back with that person or you guys want to see each other, whatever it is, it's like you have to accept what someone did in the past. Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day that's still the past. That was something that wasn't you can't happening. change it. You weren't we weren't together when it happened at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So like that's a big thing that I you know, we were I was talking to a client of mine in the same way and I was like sh- you know, she was going through stuff and her ex, like, they never got married, but her ex basically was mad at her because she did this and this and this while they were separated. And I'm like, you can't get mad at that. Like, I can't be mad at anything that someone did mm-hmm. while we weren't together. Yeah. While we were together, if you did something to hurt me, disrespect me, or whatever it is, it's a different story. Yeah, but when you're not together, it's like, uh, we're on a break. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's, but it's true. Like, whether you're broken up, whether you're on a break, whether you're whatever, you know, that's an agreement that was made between both people. And even if it even if it was one person being like, okay, I'm done with this, and the other person wanted to keep it, you can't you can't keep it if both people don't want it. So at some point, you just have to figure out, all right, let it go, and figure out you know Moving what past. to do on your end to move past and move through everything going on. Well, that's kind of like my mo- one of the biggest mottos that I have for myself, and I realized that I started doing this just in general with anything in my life is um, I can't dwell on the past. If it happened in the past, then I cannot be mad at it. If you want to move forward with anything, whether it's your job, whether it's your friendships, whether it's anything, something negative happened for you to be able to move past it. You have to, for you have to basically be willing to say, yes, this happened. Yes, it hurt me, but I'm not going to let this take a hold of it. Mm-hmm. And that's just what you have to do. Like you yeah. have to be able to move away from it. You and do. that's with anything. Yeah. And it comes back to that whole, like owning your feelings about things because they're only your feelings. So it's like, you know, you can't expect everybody else to kind of like hold all of your emotional baggage, 
you know, you, you need to, you need everybody to help carry a little bit here and there. But the biggest person that ends up carrying the load is you. Is you. And it's like, and if you don't take care of that, then everybody else is going to start dropping the bags and then you're going to have, be holding nothing. And then, well, what do you do with your feelings then? They're all over the floor. There's not a bag to hold. There's no, there's no so bag then, left. What do you do? And that's just kind of how it is in life. I feel like we, I feel like as in general, as people, like we tend to like forget that we tend to forget that you have to be able to like release some of that. And I feel like that's what part of the reason that I am who I am now, like why I take pictures and why I do this. I feel mm-hmm. like I, for a while, was so scared to just be myself and just, yeah. you know, do the things that I enjoy. And quite frankly, at the end of the day, I'm going to be called a whore whether I post a half-naked picture of myself yeah. or whether Someone I, will have something or to whether say. I put a fucking muumuu on. Yeah. If I put a muumuu on, I'm still going to be a whore. And it's and a lot of what I've come to realize is it's either because of my face. It's usually not even my body. Like, let's be real. Like, listen, I have some fat. I have this. I have that. Like, there's stuff I need to work on. My butt's not the biggest. It's oh no. Like all of these little things that we and can we all, don't shave our butt. No, we don't shave our butt. <laughs> we have we have little, little we have peach all the peach butt. <laughs> we are the peach. We are the peaches. <laughs> so it's like we all feel these different ways. We all have these things about ourselves and like our feelings. But like the way that I look at it is at the end of the day. I am fine with who I am. Mm-hmm. Someone is going to look at me and hate me regardless. Yeah. I could, like I said, I could be in a moo-moo. Yeah. I could be in anything and someone's going to hate me. There's always going to be someone who's interested in me and it could be someone else's husband. It could be someone's this. It could be someone's that. My biggest thing is, is nine times out of 10, I don't want your man anyways. Yeah. Correct. So please. 9.5 times out of 10, man. Literally. <laughs> and then like, and the funny thing is I sent someone a DM the other day, like she sent me a message and she basically was like, um, I feel like my man's been in your DM. Like basically like trying to like tell me like, why are you messaging him in this and that? Mind you, I don't even know who her man is. I haven't been messaging no one. And then when I did it, I was like, he's sh- talking to himself in your DMs. <laughs> well, yeah, no, when she, when she literally told me his name, I go to my message request for months. He's been sending me messages for months, oh liking, commenting on everything. And so like, I told her and like, I was like, I was like, listen, baby girl. I said, um, trust me. I was like nine times out of 10. Mm-hmm. I don't want your man. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, and he's definitely not the one mm-hmm. I said, but you know, if we're going to be honest, it's you that I want. It's not your man. It's you, baby. Yeah. And then she like, definitely like kind of, you could tell she got kind of weird. She's but like, she was oh. also, but then she was also oh. like, wait, she was like, she's like, wait. And you know, and I was like, and, and then I, so, and I told her, I was like, I haven't even responded to you, man. He's still in my message request. Yeah. Like, just send her the accept- screenshot. Just I look. did. This I said like, I was like, accept, <laughs> deny, like delete, like block, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't even remember exactly what they say, but yeah, I literally whatever. sent her the screenshot and I was like. I was like, I don't want your man. I was yeah. Like, no worries. You can yeah. have him. I was like, he you should be, be more. Bitch. He should be more worried about me than you should. Exactly. I'm gonna steal you. Literally. I'm gonna get you, girl. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Come <laughs> if you're watching this, I'm it's, coming for you. It's okay. <laughs> Nothing says I love you like a smooth, hairless, freshly scented ball sack. No matter who's licking your nuts or receiving a picture of your package this Valentine's Day, do everyone a favor trim that rainforest of pubes and sweat that's been growing untamed in your boxers support for the totally wholesome not dirty podcast is brought to you today by manscaped and i'm so excited about this fam you know how often i talk about the importance of manscaping and balls well manscaped has sent me their performance package and this is the 4.0 package gentlemen and ladies (laughs) I bought the Lawnmower 3.0 for my man ages ago, long before they were kind enough to sponsor me, and Manscaped products just keep getting better. Men, listen up, and ladies too. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your jewels. 
Nobody wants to floss with pubes, so treat yourself or your partner to a smooth sack this Valentine's Day. Uh, it's time to give the gift that 4 million men worldwide trust from Manscaped. They're the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped has you covered for everything related to your sack. Love your nuts, and don't nick or scratch them. The Lawnmower 4.0 has safeguard technology that reduces the risk of those painful grooming accidents, as well as an LED spotlight that helps avoid missing any stray hairs and leaves those testes looking their besties. The perfect package for your perfect package isn't complete without the Weed Whacker, and I'm actually probably going to use this because I also have nose hairs. <laughs> uh, if you want to clear the weeds out of your nose and ears, this little guy will take care of you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed, travel bag, and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. You can throw away those spraying undies and slip into comfort before slipping into something or someone else. We all sweat, but you can keep your crack dry with their ball deodorant. If you're short on time, they have these amazingly scented crop wipes that keep your balls fresh for the next tongue that comes your way. You want to be prepared for anything, and you want to feel cool and confident, and that's the effect you'll get with Manscaped. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are cruelty-free, dye-free, paraben-free, and vegan, so you can feel even better about what you're putting on your sack. Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping with my code TWND. Get the gift for yourself or someone else in your life with hairy balls and see why 4 million men worldwide continue to use Manscaped. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use my code TWND at checkout. Thank you for listening, and we thank Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. It's funny because, like, so it's probably not exactly the same for you, um, but as far as, like, the being so fully into the industry as I am, um, it, it always cracks me up. Like, cause there's so many memes about like guys talking to themselves in the DMS, right. Or like guys sending unsolicited cock pics and, and stuff like, like stiff. stiff. Wow. Sometimes they Sometimes are. are Sometimes I'm like, why aren't you stiff if you're sending a photo? Dear God. But it's like, it, it goes back to that thing or I don't want this or why would you send this? And it's like, I exist to deal with all of the shit that you ladies don't want to. That's part of the reason that we're here. You're not turned on 24-7. Do you think I'm turned on 24-7 when no. I'm sexting guys in the DMs? No. It's like half the time I'm fucking wearing the most disgusting robe that I haven't changed out of in like a week. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, your cock's so good. And you I mean, cheese and crackers. And I mean, <laughs> yes, there are good cocks. Like, don't get me wrong. But all cocks kind of start to look the same after a while. Like, it's not, I mean, I mean, I'm fine, but it's kind of like, like, why are you mad? Like, why are you mad that I'm getting paid for this? Because it's like, that's, that's one more guy out of the pool is probably not sending you a random dick picture that you don't want. And you, I don't want it all the time, but I take on that load. Yeah. You, you I, take like on, taking on the load? I take on that load for you ladies. Don't worry. <laughs> Got you. Well, that's why I laugh. Like, even for me, like, I... I don't like getting dick pics, like, in general. I feel like none of us really, like, like them, like... I am so desensitized. But but that's for pics. me. Like, I'm yeah. so desensitized by it now that I'm, like, I just say crazy shit to people. So you send me a dick pic. I'm going to bash you and your dick. Oh, my God. I love sending them pictures when they ask for nudes. I like to send, um, uh, what's his name? The, he has the big, big dick. Hangs off the side of the bed. He sits. Wood. Barry Wood. 
Oh, you yeah. See so, him okay, I was sitting here. I was like, I know a couple of them. And I have it saved on my phone. He's all spread. And every time they ask me for a nude and they don't specify my nudes, I just send that. So when I'm like, people ask go, me snoot. for nudes, I send them a picture of noodles. Ah, oh, I like that. Like, I really do. I'll be like, here's the nudes. And I, I just kind of feel like if you're yet. sending me an unsolicited dick picture on Instagram, then you get unsolicited Barry Wood dick back. So, because his dick is much more impressive than yours. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... That's a fucking... That's a thigh. That's a, cannon. That's a third that thigh. That is a cannon. Like, I'm like, where's the knee? Did it, the other leg. Like, where's the It go? just got chopped off at the knee. And there it is. It's fucking impressive. But also terrifying. I can't yeah. imagine putting that inside of myself. No. No. What's like the- I won't purge you like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be okay. We'll be okay. I'm not going to put that in there. We'll just look at it and go, wow. <laughs> and I'll cringe a little to it. Like, I'll cringe a little. <laughs> It's like your pussy just like tightens up at the thought. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Kegels for days yeah. right there. <laughs> you got a Kegel to keep it out because you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, pussy's like fucking Fort Knox. Like Fort it's Knox. Not... Chastity belted out. You ain't getting in unless I want you in. Okay, I be Kegeling every day. <laughs> and like, it's like that girl who holds the weights in her vagina. Oh my god! And she picks things up. Or the lady who cuts the bananas with her vagina. She takes a whole banana and then she cuts them into slices and oh, shoots yeah. them out. That's, That's the sick. coolest shit That ever. is a party trick. I, I'm like, okay, so I get custom requests all the time. And yeah. for... I, think, I feel like I need to teach people about vaginas a little bit. Because I hate the requests that are like... Make it extra creamy. And I'm like, do you know how pussies work? I don't control what what out. my juices be yeah. looking like. Okay, and, and it if, depends on the time of month too. Sometimes, if you want it creamy, you better make sure that I'm making a custom on an ovulation week. Like I'm fucking sorry, that's you get maybe a day a day of a little a little cream. Other than that, it's pretty fucking normal. Like I'm sorry, I don't know what you want from me. And also, show me how wet you get. When I say my pussy is like Fort Knox, it is not wet until you get inside. It's the worst thing. I hate it so much. I wish I had some external stuff but i got a little barbie doll vagina and it's like whoop, and it just holds it all inside and i wish i wish it wasn't this way do you know what i mean do i you, do i do you have that problem do not have that problem actually. lucky but but okay so when lucky. i like when i was like taking birth control and like when i was going on certain medications like i feel like i understood that because like i wouldn't really get wet until like you were in like but now but even before now and just my entire life i literally am that person who there's times where i'm like why the am I so wet? I have that happen randomly, randomly though, but it's not just like, Oh, when I need it to, it's like when I'm shopping, when you're shopping and, and I'm wearing like, a skirt and no panties and I'm like, cool. cool. My pussy is dribbling down my leg right now and I can do nothing to stop it. It's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. No, I, um, I have that problem quite often, but um, then you, you shove something in there and then it's like, whoosh, there it comes. There it, it's, the it's wet. Oh, it's fine in there. It's the water's fine. Come test it out. What's like, okay. So, uh, speaking of Barry Wood, cause I'm, I'm just curious. Do you have like a size preference? Cause some women do, which has always surprised me like a size preference for dudes like do you have like a too small versus too big thing and i will i'm throwing this out there for you guys because i know this is always a question of is size important so i (laughs) i feel like this is such a like loaded and hard question to answer oh is it loaded and hard (laughs) that that's my preference loaded Loaded and and hard hard. (laughs) like that is that is my preference preference. loaded and hard 
I I don't. Yeah, no, loaded and hard. Um, I don't know. I like. I feel like I understand where people are coming from to an extent, um, but at the same time, I have the person I was with for really, you know, for a long time, basically, you know, five years. I was I was lucky enough that it was like perfect for me. Sometimes 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 there's too big, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like it also depends on like what your body's doing. I feel like there's, I feel like there was moments where, like I feel like with you know with any relationship like where you're like oh this is great and then other moments where like oh you know it's way too big or oh this that I think it depends on like your cycle too. It it, it does for sure because it goes back to the whole like creamy versus like wetness versus not. I mean there's times of the month that you're wetter and there's times of the month that you're fucking drier and you wish you could do something about it but you can't can't, always. You really can't. So THC lube is amazing. It makes your pussy happy. Nice. Oh my god, I wish I could try it. Ugh, it's it's quite nice. It just gets like a nice little tingle. Okay, well, if I could try it, I would. But you'll just, I'm just gonna take your word for okay. it. Just and every time, next it. time you use it, just think of me. I will. And I'll just, I'll just. I'm in, gonna put it on my, my pussy and I'll be like, Charlize. Charlize. I wish she could experience this right <laughs> now. Too bad it'll make her sick. Damn. <laughs> oh, weirdly though. Okay, have you ever tried any of? Ooh, sorry, David. Um, <laughs> have you ever tried, uh, any of those clitoral stimulus gels? Yes. Because I keep one in my purse. Okay. Because I like to just put it on my clit because yeah. it feels good. Which one is your favorite? So there's this one, I can't remember the the brand of it, but it comes in an orange box. I think it's like by Jojo or something. And, oh, Jojo. Okay. So I know which one, the orange box. It's I don't like know. an orange, like, and it's like warming tingly. Yeah. And at first I was like, this is probably stupid, but they gave me a free sample. I was like, I'll try it. I put it on and it was like nothing. I was like fucking. And then all of a sudden, I was like more snake oil shit. So I put my pants on. You get ready for a second, and I get ready to go to the store because that's what I was doing. And I was like, I just wanted to see if it worked. And as I'm putting my pants on and walking to the car, I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) delayed reaction much? Um, hello. It's like I have a tiny vibrator on my clip. Okay, so so the one, so I like that one, but so I don't know what it is. Um, the one by on. It's the pink mm. bottle they have on, and it's mm. called On Ice. Mm. So I'm not a huge fan of, like, things that are, like, um, where it gives, like, the cooling sen- sensation. I like but the this warm. One, I like the warm. So this one, they have they have multiple ones. Mm. But the um, On, they have their ice one that I like. And I thought it was going to give, like, a cooling sensation. As I was like, oh, I grabbed the wrong one. Yeah. Don't think I'm going to like, like this. Like, icy hot for your pussy. <laughs> that one is, like, literally, like, my favorite. And it doesn't give icy hot mm. to your pussy. Like, you just put, it like, two drops in your clit. And literally, especially when you like pull up your pants and when you have pants on, because you, you get just the feel the friction, right? <laughs> I know. Like, I'm, like, I'm sitting there like a fucking prepubescent boy, just like, <sighs> and you feel it. You're like, oh my god, it's like that weird. And so you put that. It's just such, and it's like a wild sensation. And then, oh okay, so my favorite I was so thing surprised. is, head. I was like, how? Have I gone 30 years without clitoral stimulus gel in my purse at all times? Oh, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure mine's in my bag right now. Like, Because it's so... I think... And the fucked up thing is, too, that I've had it for, like, a a minute, but because I keep it in my purse and because I just use it throughout the day, I keep forgetting to use it during sex. Okay, so (laughs) use it right before head, but, like, make sure, like, before, like... I, I. I don't like, I oh, literally wanted to know what it was going to be like. So I literally like, like, what it will feel like if you get, if someone gives head with it. So I just yeah. like, dabbed it on my tongue and it didn't, it, like you could feel it wasn't yeah. anything serious. Getting head with that. Like you're receiving. Head. Receiving head. Wow. That's there. But he already does such a good job. Okay. 
your whole life is going to fucking change. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're like, here right now. <laughs> change your, it'll change your life. Like, if okay, you could so say I did anything sexually for you, that is it. You get one of these issues too, though, right? It's kind of like, what do you think? Like, most of my oral is surprise oral. It's just like, oh, you look sad. Let me eat your pussy for you. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go grab the gel. I should get a second one for right next to my bed. For right bed, next to the bed. And then just keep one in my purse. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? That's a it's efficient. It's like having the mini trash cans everywhere for convenience. You just have to have clitoral stimulus gel over your It's like my chapstick addiction where I have like one in my bed, one in my purse, one in the living room, two more in my bed. (laughs) I'm the same with like cans of LaCroix and varying levels of drink across the house. Like just put it there. Like, oh, I'm going to drink this right now. Oh, I'm going to drink water. And it's like, I'm going to drink some this. Yeah. Yeah, And then you You forget. Pass one later. and You're like, oh, water. I I have a drink. Yeah, so you just you just do it and you live like that. Like just That's I feel crazy. like it makes I didn't sense. know I didn't know that I could live with this much convenience and pleasure in my life. Like why why have I been hurting myself this way? I don't know. I realized it like when it's I so nice. when I worked at, when I used to like manage the sex shop or whatever. I used to hear so many different things about it and I tried it then and then like I you know just never really like used it like I just like whatever like I tried mm-hmm. it a couple times cuz I would get it for free. Yeah. And then now I'm like sitting here I'm like I can't imagine not having this stuff in my life. I know. And especially too, like, there's times like as as you know, again, like same thing with like the whole like fluids and stuff. There's times when you're not really in the mood to have sex. Yeah. But then you use <laughs> stimulation and, and even though you're not necessarily in the mood, your body puts you in the mood. Yeah. Your body it kinda like it. it's like an instant turn on. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. But I'm I feel like I don't think that it's true because, you know, they there was always a thing like women peak like sexually, like they get their most horniness like in their mid 30s. That's what they say. But <laughs> I love them so much. I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true, but I definitely feel way hornier. But then on the same on the same note, I have to look into the, the fact that for like so many years I wasn't having the sex that I wanted to have. And it was like the sex that I had was chosen for me, or like this is this yeah. is who you this is who you have to sit. This is how you have you're sex. You're with who you want to be with. Yes, too. exactly. And so it's like I I would I was horny back then. I feel like for the the experience and just to like just to do it. And I had so much disconnect between like my brain and the sexual experiences that I was having because it was like a dissociation type thing. And so now that I'm like. I'm picking even even uh, performers versus just like my own relationship. I'm having like sex that I want to have, like picking the people. Picking, we're like, we're picking the type oh, yeah. the type of scenes we're doing, like and and you know that it's going to be good because you already have that attraction and you have that like excitement. And now that I'm having like good fucking sex, I'm like, oh, I fucking want this all the time. I wasted all of my twenties. <laughs> like I want those experiences. I want all of it. Like I don't know. I feel like anybody who's been through anything where it was almost like you, you know, whether it be you were, you know, forced into or you were basically talked into doing anything, yeah, you know, anything in the sexual nature. Like, I feel like once you finally start making the decisions for yourself and deciding, like, this is how I want to do it, this is what I want to do, this is what I don't want to do, I feel like in general, your whole libido, everything changes. Like, you just start, you feel different, like, or when you're with the person, when you're with someone who really is showing you like more than just the sex aspect or hey yeah because it's like 
so uh, even a difference now like so foreplay is a thing yeah did you guys know that yeah i did i thought it was just in porn in girl girl porn (laughs) just in girl girl that's it you know it's not it's not important when there's actually something fucking being shoved inside of you do you know how many years i went without having my ex eating my vagina like the amount of times that i'm like oh it's so much easier to see my pussy but no can't possibly fucking eat my pussy just go 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 raw dog it with a guy with a huge cock and he's not gonna eat your pussy either i hope you fucking enjoy this i'm doing this for you (laughs) you're not doing this for me no if you were doing it for me you would have made sure to get it nice let's be real you're doing this so that you can go look at other men's cocks okay sir let's just (laughs) let's say like it is like and that's like where it's like it's just weird it's just like and i feel like sex sex in general is i feel like a very interesting thing because in reality you're not gonna do it like when people are like oh you know you're wet or there or there's people who are literally wet for people for no reason like even if they're not into this into this person some people's body it just happens yeah that's okay so i i have that weird thing because for me it's super easy for me to get off like multiple orgasms with sex yeah. internal penetration i come a lot of people don't i i found out this year um (laughs) sorry Um, like i always i always knew that like clitoral stimulation is like better and easier but i didn't know that there's so many people that like can't come from internal penetration because i can and it's like a thing that it's i had so many sexual experiences that i was like this is horrible and i hate this but i still came and i talked about this on a different episode i think because i i always got that weird like fuck like what's wrong with me like how did i come i hated this like no, like why body. and it's your body's just naturally like doing the thing that it does well, it's but it made me feel horrible about sex because i'm like well what's wrong with me that like mentally i hate everything happening but physically i'm i'm getting off and my body is getting hot and i'm getting tingly and i'm you know like but at the same time you're not there's all this like comfortable fear else. and anger and hurt and like betrayal and all this shit like going around in my head just fucking with me and it's yeah it's weird bodies are weird sex is weird but i love it like it's it's just one of those things that i feel like i feel like we all have to like do it because that's even like for example like a lot of people like a lot of like old if you look back in time of like you know stories about men who were rapists this and that they're like well she liked it she wanted it she came she this she that yep well i can tell you right now just because like you forced yourself on me and my body decided to get wet does not fucking mean that I liked it. Mm-hmm. Period. 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 Like, literally. Like, I did not enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, my yeah. my pussy got wet because that's what a fucking pussy does. Just like it gives birth at some point to some people. Some people can't do that, though. Some people have to get yeah. a section, which is it's... fine. But it's like your body still naturally does these things. I had so, I had so much time going through and, like, thinking about stuff like that because... When I lost my virginity, <clears throat> was not <clears throat> how I pictured it. Did it ever? And, <clears throat> no. It's, I, from what I come to find out, I thought for so long it was just like, oh, it's perfect for everyone except for me. <laughs> but I'm not stupid anymore, so I figured it out. But it was like that same situation I kind of struggled with and then shut down all thought about that event happening. And it's like, it's not until very recently that lots of therapy that I start to dive back into that stuff. And it's crazy when you have a traumatic sexual experience, um, whether it's one isolated event, whether it's many strings of events that kind of culminate in an explosion, um, 
so much like until you really start and you're, you're in a place that you can start going back through your life and kind of evaluating the things that happened that kind of made you who you are whether that's trying to address problems that you're having or you know just wanting to figure out the why of things that happened to you and when you start getting back into that like I didn't start therapy thinking I started it as a joke like, because, people keep telling me I need to go so, to therapy. Yes. Someday. And I was like, so I'm, I have this discount code for online therapies. I'm going to do it. And I'm just, my only goal is to make my therapist laugh. I did. She laughs almost every session. But I also cry sometimes. <laughs> but I never thought it would be like a thing that would actually help me or like, I didn't think that those were things that I had to think about and consider and kind of rewatch in my brain and what comes out of that like there is so much repression there's so much that your brain does to try to like protect you from from events that happened and it's it sucks because for me anyway that came out to a point of like uh, detriment I think is the right word like a negative effect because shutting out kind of that first event kind of just allowed me to continue disassociating for the next Time decade yeah and and then it just it like not exactly the same thing but variations of the same thing Trickles. kept occurring and kept occurring because it's like I I didn't I was young I was being manipulated um and it was like I didn't think back to what started at all and diving back into that now is like it's oof. hard it's so fucking hard and I was like I hate therapy. Why am I doing this? But then you I feel good wanna... after too. It's it's, it's fucked like a... up. It's yeah. fucked up because you do and you don't. You don't. Because it's like you have this point where your brain is like, oh, I've I've pinpointed the start of all of this. And then in but your then stuff, you're like, but Why? then but then you come in and you keep going and you find out oh, that's not even the start of that. That was way back here. Yeah. But I just associated to that too, or like things that. That you're just like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's it's fucked up to a point, like, because when you keep going through it and you're diving in deep, you're just like, have, how could I allow that many things to happen to me? It's so then you, you feel, then you feel horrible about it because you're like, oh, why it's am I fault. such a piece of shit? Like, this yeah. is clearly my fault. And it's like you're still taking all of the blame and all of the responsibility because nobody else who did those things ever took responsibility for it. So who else's responsibility could it possibly be but yours? And then it's like once you have those revelations and it's like you can look at even what you're thinking and your brain's telling you what a piece of shit you are. And you can objectively look at that and be like, if this was anybody else, I, I wouldn't feel that way. I would be yeah. like, of course, this wasn't, you know what I mean? But it's it's like separating yourself from the the trauma yeah and it's, it's fucked hard. up because like, i i do i go to therapy lot. too like same similar and that's yeah. even like i remember the first time you and i talked like i don't even know how we started getting into the conversation of all of it like i just feel like it just started kind of coming out like i word things. vomit a lot when i meet new people because i have no filter and i'm afraid same. of everyone <laughs> so i feel like even like the first time i met you and like some of the things you were telling me <clears> and i'm sitting here like when I and I had told you I was like I was like you blamed yourself for no reason like that was dumb yeah I remember that. and I and like literally and then so literally and then were you thinking you're like wait 
I waited. I didn't think about it until I got in my car on my way home, and I literally started crying oh. because I was like, oh, my God, like, I do that to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, so many things have happened in my life, and, like, I go back, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this happened to me when I was a kid. Like, this happened to me with, like, someone who I trusted, like, my cousin. Like, this happened with this. This happened with that. And then I literally look back on it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, I remember this happened to my cousin. This happened to this. And that's why, you know, things happened mm-hmm. to me. And it's, like, none of it's an excuse, and it's, like, sitting here, like, trying to see, like, whose responsibility is it, and you can't. So one of the things that I think that I've found important to keep telling myself is that I don't want to keep doing this with the intention of finding who is to blame for my, for, not my life, because I, I enjoy my life now for the first time in as long as I can remember. What, what I kind of want to do is continue to improve on that and then look at those past mistakes, look at those people and those obstacles as learning experiences and not necessarily be like this person specifically was to blame or these five people were to blame. It's kind of like I was, I I also want to accept my own responsibility Mm -hmm. for not seeing the things, for ignoring the things and for not respecting myself ever enough to do anything about it until a couple of years ago. And I think it's important to remember that we all still do have our own responsibility to see not only the like the good in people, but also the bad in people. But that everybody has a little bit of that. Oh. And we do too. Yeah. So it's kind of like, but it's so hard it's just fucking hard it's hard life is hard man (laughs) what am i talking about what am i doing it's so complicated and i know and i fully and i get that completely because even like sorry for yelling (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it's the same for me too like there's a lot of stuff that i blame for me i won't blame anything solely on anybody at the end of the day like we all make our own decisions we all do this, but at the end of the day, yeah, you know, there's certain times where if you were, you know, like, let's, let's be real. A lot of times too, a lot of stuff stems back to your parents, but oh, guess what girl. happened before, but guess what happened to your parents before that? Like something, I know happened something to them. happened to them. And the, the fucked up thing with therapy is that it brings I was all like, of it out. so I went in thinking like, all right, not, not thinking, not thinking, oh, I'm completely blameless, but I wanted my therapist to basically acknowledge that they valid, <laughs> my, I wanted my therapist to validate that like one or two people were the reason, reason. that I am the way that I am but it's one or two it, three four five but, and you. but it just it it keeps going to a point where it's even when I look at situations like how poorly I was treated by my ex when I look at him like I don't have anger resentment and i had so much of it and i held on to it for so much and it was fucking destroying me and i just wanted all of that blame to be there because i was like this is all i've known for a decade so clearly this past decade with this person is the cause for everything that i can blame on but i also didn't have any respect for myself so i was like but clearly it's all my fault. So it's like I didn't know what I wanted because it was like I wanted all the responsibility. I wanted it all to all be my fault so I could justify feeling as bad as I did. But then I also wanted the blame to be on that one person. But when it comes back into it, um, my ex had bad things happen to them that I know 
that is the reason they are the way they are. And I mean, it, it's just, there, there are reasons that I am the way that I am, that I allowed that relationship to continue, that I allowed it to become so toxic and that um, I just, I, I did, I let those things happen and I need to, and I think that it's helped me kind of start seeing signs in other people based on all of the past shitty people to kind of start avoiding that in the future and respect myself enough to be like, not everybody has to fucking like, you don't have to be everybody's best friend because no. some people are just out to get you or they, to, well, they have yeah. a feeling towards you. Yeah. It's and, hard yeah, to it's, do that. It's so hard. You have to separate. And it's like, I just want everyone to like, like me. Please. And nobody does. I have learned for myself is I'd rather people dislike me for who I am than like me for who they yeah. think I am. And I, I admire that so much about you because that's what I've tried to start doing in the past couple of years. And I think that meeting people like you and people like Allie and so many of the other people that I've not only had on here and been able to reconnect with or meet brand new, but I've been I've been able to find somehow this group of like really positive people who have all been through some massive shit. And it's the first time in it's long, it's so fucking long that I have a group of people that I'm like, oh, there's no ill will, like no ill. I can talk ill will, ill will, but there's no ill will here, and everyone is trying to like look out for each other in one way or another, and whether it's to to share a post, to be like, oh, this would make you laugh, or whether it's to be like, let's let's do this photo shoot, let's let's do this podcast, let's hang out and try to try to come to friendsgiving and it, and it's i felt so bad for you i was like how the flight canceled <laughs> no this poor woman she's stuck i'm so over it. okay listen people <laughs> if you don't have a job the airport is hiring i know that i shouldn't be a selfish bitch but i am i need you to go get a job at the airport so maybe it'll be easier for me when I have to travel. Okay. I'd appreciate that. Because I have a job because that I, I travel for. <laughs> if you don't have a job, sometimes. get a job at an airport so I can continue to have my job, damn it. Sometimes I do it for work. Sometimes I just do it because I like to do it. Sometimes. <laughs> Who can really say? We'll give you, give you a hat. Like, did your dad have a hat? He has a picture of him with a hat on. I will, I'll have to try and find them, and I'm not going to tell him. I'm just if you can find a picture of it, I will th- we'll throw it up there and be like... I will find We some. could even blur his face and just show the hat. Okay. Or give him, like, the bar, or pixelate his face Ugh. like he's in witness protection. I need to find <laughs> it. Um, I feel like... I'll find it in a second. So far back, I know there's a picture. There's a couple funny pictures where okay. So we're speaking of my nudity thing. Yeah. So there's a picture of me, my dad, and my brother in our front yard. Not like our backyard. Not anything. We're in our front yard. My dad is standing there, and I think he has like these green um, plaid boxers on. My brother has on some like boxers, and then I'm in there with like a white um, little like bralette and underwear, just standing outside. We're all happy as can be. My brother, I think, has like a toy gun, or he has something in his hand. There's something happening, and we're all just in the front yard. <laughs> And then when I think about it, a lot of the pictures of me as a kid that I have yeah. are of me half naked. And it's not because of the fact that, yeah. like, my grandmother or my grandfather was creepy and they would just take pictures of us naked or, like, my parents were creepy. Yeah. No. That just was how I like to be. Like, there's so yeah. many stories. We had a swing set in our backyard. We used to basically, like, 
you'd find my mom would get us dressed super cute or, you know, most of the time it was my grandmother getting super dressed. Like, let's be real. But my mom was there for some of it too. And um, you would see a trail of clothes leading from our back door all the way to the other part of our backyard. So we had like this little side yard that had a gate where like we had a pool and stuff, but there was a swing set on both areas. Um, You would see like a trail of clothes um, and we would all be butt naked on the swing set. Like some of us would be in our underwear. Some of us would be like booty ball, just butt naked, just sitting there swinging. Um, and it was, it always ended up being like, it started off with, I would just do it all the time. Or me and my brother would just do it. We just wanted to play outside and just, I just want to be dirty and just be naked. I just want to be naked and dirty. Like, I'm going to take a bath anyway. Might as well just, I might as well just be dirty and naked. Like I just, I was a kid. I enjoyed it. So then we would get all the neighbor kids would like all, like we all would just be in the backyard in our underwear. Yeah. Doing it. Like just swinging on the swing sets. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Not do it. We weren't doing anything wrong. No, like, no. It's we just, were just like we were just kids. playing outside. Yeah, just, whatever. We're naked outside and it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> it it's like, no. It's like it's hot outside. Don't take that out of context. Yeah, don't do that. Please don't do that. People. Y'all gross. But um, I had this I had the same thing. Like I I was never wanted to wear underwear. Like and so <laughs> I even did this in high school. So I had no boobs at all. <gasps> These aren't natural. I know. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Oh no! So I have no hope. I basically had little mosquito bites, and so I refused to wear bras, and so I would bandaid down my nipples because I've always just had eraser nipples. Like they're just huge. Like as soon as I started, it's, it's a body. Anything, yeah. People have. I know, nipples. but I was ashamed of them, especially because I grew up like very religious area, around homeschooled kids, around like very conservative people, and so I would be ashamed, and I'd like tape down my nipples in lieu of wearing a bra because i hated how bras felt and when i was younger i'd never wear underwear i would take it off and so my mom would always dress me in like overalls or like skorts because <laughs> like, i was just always taking off my fucking underwear and i don't know i feel the same way like i when i don't have guests over i am naked or i'm like wearing a robe half open wandering around with a coffee mug like a crazy old aunt it was like a crazy corgi lady instead of cat lady. Yeah. Yeah. Because so it feels better. So much better. Like, I like to be fucking naked. Why are we dirty in clothes if we're not leaving the home? The home is private. The home has blinds. Nobody can see in the home. It's my home. I can be naked if I want to. You should be allowed to be. I understand that fully. Because I, I enjoy being naked. Like, people who sleep in pajamas blow my mind. So I, I do sometimes, not all the time. I, I sometimes put, I like to sometimes when it's chilly in the evening, put on soft, comfy pajamas. And then I take them off like a sane person to get into bed because that's comfortable. How do you guys sleep in clothes? I Unless I'm sick. Do, but see, sometimes. and I do sometimes. I sleep in, sometimes wow. I sleep in pajamas, but like it's weird. I'm more of a t-shirt girl. So like. A big oversized t-shirt. Like a big oversized t-shirt. That makes sense to me. Or even soft. like I'll wear a super like soft crop top but it's usually really soft like the material super tight like like soft and like comfy i'll wear like a crop top and go to bed sometimes i sometimes i'll just sleep in underwear i need but see, i need to be naked i get but see because the fact so that i do get so clothes. wet sometimes when i'm sleeping i don't want to feel it in the middle That's of the night where i'm true. like there's a wet spot in my bed. It's cold. And mm. I don't want to feel it. So I'll yeah, put underwear on. Yeah, that makes sense. See, I guess that's just, that's why I sleep naked. I don't have no problem. See, but like I, I'm not, I Sometimes do. I wish I could leak on the bed. You know, I hear that guys like that, but. To sleep in a wet spot? It's like a bone dry lips down there until you penetrate it. So it's like. I will, like any, it, I don't want to sleep in a wet spot. Makes me sad. I don't want to sleep in a wet spot. Period. 
So. No. Fuck. So, like, like, is is there anything is <laughs> is there anything worse than fucking wearing socks and stepping on wetness? A little patch of wetness. Like sometimes, Disgusting. The dogs will like spray some water on the floor from their oh, bowl. No. Like I don't know how they fucking consume water. It makes no sense that it can get all the way over there when the bowl is clearly there. You haven't met my dog yet. And I step. The light just came on. Was it off this whole time? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry, David. Sorry, David. I, we were so into this. I was like, I thought it seemed dark, but I thought it was just <laughs> How dark has it been? It's okay. Maybe I should make sure it's fully plugged in. I feel in. like when we were looking at it, it was, when we were when the cameras were on, I feel like we Let's were all go bright. to the lobby. All right, we're going to take a break. Break time. Sorry, David. Sorry, David. Um... I don't even know how long that light was off. I don't even know if it was on it just this on. entire time. Was it on in the beginning? No. Are you sure? Positive. How did it just come on now? I don't know. Because I clicked I the button. A, That's why my brain said that it was on. Did I bring, like, a ghost with me? Maybe. David, I'm so sorry. If it's any consolation, I hate myself. So, here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Back to our conversation about how I'm a shitty person. <laughs> Fuck. Me. Hello, we're garbage. <laughs> Welcome to the Ooh, TWND. Let's see what else can we do. It? It's can we be like the door. garbage, oh. the garbage pale gals? Well, if it's TWND, we can't really change that. You already have a thing. TWND. For it. So trash. Oh, trash, trash with nice. Well, you don't have dicks. dicks. We don't have dicks, though. Spirit dick. Well, I guess trash, we have big dick energy. Trash though. with. Nice. Nice. Uh, trash with. Is there like nice a. Nice. Dumb. Den. Is there like a word in a different language that means like tits or pussy that starts with a D? What, what does damas mean? In like Spanish, isn't damas like women or something? I don't know. Someone can help me out with that because um, I clearly don't speak Spanish. If you guys want to come up with a new slogan for <laughs> TWND. <laughs> Trash. Send your submissions to twndpodcasts at gmail.com and don't forget to leave us those voice messages at anchor.fm slash twnd. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Uh, <laughs> also, here's a... Uh, should I do an ad read in the middle? Fuck it. Let's do it. So there's this cool lighting company. Um, it's called Kawaii Lighting, and they've made um, an affiliate link for this podcast. So TWND, I've been using a lot of their products. Um, they're very good. They have an RGB light, and it's like a heart, so it leaves little I heart rings. I saw that. Girl, it's so cute. I'm so you guys like get a discount, and it helps the show out, and it's cool. So if you need lighting or... If you want to get lighting for a cam girl that you know or a girlfriend that does the girl stuff with the face. Um, that's the eyes. Yeah, the eyes that's and the, the lips and the, the mouth. Eyes. Yeah, the stuff. So you can get one. So do it. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> what are we talking about? Or someone who just wants to take nudes for you. If you want someone to take nudes for you, get them the right lighting. <laughs> That'll make her oh, nudes. I they think. Want. Or get them for your dick pics. Maybe I... we'll like them more then. Oh. <gasps> you could leave heart around your dick you could put your dick through, through the little heart ring 
You could put your wee-wee through, <laughs> and it would light it up the sides. You could have a red dick, a blue dick, green, pink, We might purple. like it more then. Get creative yeah. with your cock Make picks. sure that you trim, though, first. Dear Mansplain. Lord. I know I do so many ratings, and some of you guys have been listening and starting to manscape, which I super-duper-duper appreciate. It's it's made me so much happier looking at your your weebies. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. But I do think that we actually did get some voice messages. I had forgotten if you would like to listen. Yes. All right. Let's. I'm down. Let's try it. I've never done this live before. It's, it's fucking. How does. How does. Oh, my stuff... sock. Do you ever get that thing where your sock turns and then it's like irritating your foot? Yeah. Yeah. It just it does. Yeah. I'm not wearing socks. I'm about to take mine off in a second. All right. I got to figure out how to do this. So, um. I do stuff with Anchor. Don't know if you guys don't know if you guys know about that it's sponsoring this show. Um, I but I've never done the voice messages live, so let me try this. All right, let's do the first one from Lexi. As someone who likes to get high and as someone who likes to have sex, I'm curious about your thoughts on combining those two things, and if that's something that you're into. How do you get rid of the dry mouth? You always seem super spitty, and I'm jealous. Thanks. I know. <laughs> and I just... I had to do so much saliva just to get that little string. Yeah, I can't do that. Why? I don't know. Well, I guess um, it's the same thing with the, the, the pussy, so <laughs> I get it. So, Lexi, um, I do love combining marijuana and uh, sex, because I think it's very fun. It makes my body extra tingly and sensitive. And I very much enjoy it. Um, as far as like getting dry mouth, I drink constantly. Like it, I don't know if you have been listening long enough, then you would know that I just have varying levels of LaCroix cans around my house. Um, I drink water constantly because I'm always thirsty and I'm afraid of getting dehydrated because one time I got dehydrated when I was a kid and I threw up. And I've been paranoid ever since about becoming dehydrated and vomiting because I have a, a fear of vomit. So I just drink water constantly. Something else that I found, um, especially if you're smoking like right before sex, Listerine strips. Not only will it improve your breath and you don't have to go fucking, I keep them everywhere. I keep them in my purse. I keep them on my bedside stand, all that stuff because they're fucking sick. They make you instantly like spitty. Salivate. And it's like, if you're just ready to go, but you're like, fuck, my breath might be shit, but you don't want to brush your teeth, then just pop one in. It makes you extra spitty. It makes your breath taste good. And it kind of, if you don't like the taste of the dude's cum, it kind of helps cover that up a little bit if you're sucking his dick. So. Well, I know, too, the, um, like, good head sprays will mm. make you salivate 10 yeah, times more. that's true. But I guess you can use, like, a co- like a throat spray, too. Like, if you have some from when you were sick, just use that instead. It'll also make it a little number, so you might be able to suck Yeah, like better. that chlor- the chloroseptic stuff. I actually yeah. have that. I actually sometimes spray that stuff in my throat. Like, if if I, like, you know, get a little roach on a joint, I'll just kind of, like, spray that in there. Because it tastes good, and it makes your throat tingly, and... It makes it feel better. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Okay. But anyway, so those are some suggestions that, that I had for you. And I hope that they they help you with your dry mouth. And I or hope that you, you get, get back to sucking penises or licking vaginas very, very soon and with a very wet mouth. Mm. All right. I'll start. <laughs> wet. Yeah. All right. Let's do um, Rick. Hello, Molly. Hello. My questions 
are. Okay, questions. About anal. Anal! Have you done anal in your personal life? Never. If not, is there any thing about thinking about in the future? I personally have not done it or the opportunities. Even though I love watching it, just wondering on the uh, personal side. Hmm. And if any guests you have, same question. Thank you. Have a good day. How do you feel about anal? Because I have a few differing opinions on anal. And yes, anal is something I have done in my personal life. But I'm not. I like I like butt plugs because I like I like how it feels when the penis goes inside because then it rubs. How do you feel about butt stuff? Um. So I don't know. I okay. So I I've done like 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 a finger, but finger. I I. That's the thing. Is like the small stuff is good, but. I feel I, like a big dick, like, fucking your butt. Like, yeah, it's, I just, that doesn't really, like, that doesn't sound appealing to me. I don't want to feel like um, I'm shitting your dick in and out of my butt. Yeah. It feels like pooping. Like, when there is a penis inside of your butt, it feels like you have the most massive dump to take. And you're just like, how will I ever... Get this out. How will I ever pass this? And then it passes because he pulls out slightly. And you're like, oh, I shit. And then it's like, oh, the shit goes back inside. Ah, I'm pooping again. Ah, it's back inside. I'm yeah, pooping no. again. And it's it's so much. See, and like, it's a lot. I bought I bought, I bought, bought a, a like, set of plugs. And I bought like this um, lube that's supposed to be made for like make – it's called like Ease or something. It's supposed to like help. Ooze, ease. Ooze the booty. Ooze the booty. Can you imagine <laughs> oozing it out? But like – I've heard so many Fuck. horror stories of people like shitting on people, and I don't. Okay, I can. Do you that. have to do so much prep for anal. Yeah. If you're gonna, and if you're not, okay. So a butt plug, you don't gotta do much prep because it's yeah. plugged. Like, if anything, when you pull it out, there might be something. So do it over a fucking toilet if you're concerned. Yeah. You have to prep for the in and out. You yeah. have to like fast, dude. You gotta like douche your butthole, or regardless of whether it's gonna be a big shit, like there will be shit particles. Yeah. And that's, and so for me, I just, I don't know. I just didn't really, I like never really wanted to try it. I just didn't really think it was something for me. But like I said, I had, I bought a set of stuff, like a set mm-hmm. of bugs, like with different sizes. I bought the lube, like all that, just haven't done it. Yeah. And, um, I, so I don't know. I can't really answer that for you. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is about it. It just, I can do bodily fluids. I can mm-hmm. do like, if you were to puke right now, I could clean it up. Yeah. If you were to like pee on yourself, I would help you. Like I'd be like, okay, let me help you. Like whatever. Thank God, because I wasn't gonna say anything, but I have peed myself. I have peed myself. <laughs> and like, okay, but oh, the fuck, other thing, I'm so sorry. I can't do mucus. So poop and mucus are no's for me. Like babe, like I can do babies, but even like picking up dog poop, ugh, like it makes me gag. Like it's, I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, but like mu- and mucus, I can't do. Like I, when people are like coughing up loogies things like, like that it's yeah it makes me want to gag right now thinking yeah. about it so it's just not for me yeah um but it's like i'm i'm down to try it like i'm very like open like i'm down to try it yeah. like that i just i guess i've never really like needed to and it's never like, really been like something that someone has been so obsessed yeah with. i feel like i feel like if it was what the person i was with like really wanted to do and they're like this is what i need i'm like well come here baby let me make your dick hard and put it in my butt but it's like unless you're gonna ask me for it i'm not gonna be like you know what i want you know i want to shit your dick out of my butt (laughs) like that's not what i go to i'm like eat my vagina finger me i mean it i'd be 
just anything. Fuck yeah. my face. Like, I, just I, don't, I don't want it in my ass. I, put it in my nose, for Christ's sake. Like, if oh my gosh. <laughs> like, nose? Like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> my nostrils are a little uneven, just like even out the other side. <laughs> Make the other side a little bigger. Just, just, just like, help me. Just me. <laughs> put it in my ear. Put it in my ear. Do anything. Do it in my belly button. Because it's like. <laughs> Like, it's not, but but things like butt plugs, like, I eat fucking ass, okay? I don't even play around. I eat taint, I eat ass. I like eating ass. Didn't know I did, but I do. And, <laughs> but as far as, like, I just don't see the, I, I don't see the draw, because it's like, on the one hand, I'm not a man. There's a perfectly lubricated, naturally lubricated hole right next door. Put a thumb in my butt if you really, you know, want to. You want to go visit the neighbor, just visit the neighbor and be like, howdy, neighbor. But then, like, do that while your penis is inside of my vagina. Because that's what that hole is for. It was I don't. I don't got a prostate to tickle. Like, my prostate is like my G-spot. Like, that's in my vagina. So So. it's kind of like put a plug in there because then that presses down on my pussy. And it makes it feel good when your dick is inside. But it's like, you know, I just don't – I don't see – the need for the it. The need for, like, the the fucking of the butt. And I think that's been my logic the whole time. Like, why I've never I, really like, wanted why? to. Because I'm like, why? Yeah. I have, like, again, again, I have a perfectly fine vagina. Yeah. Um, I have a my, nice, This is my vagina. There are nice many like mouth, it, like, but this one is mine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why? <laughs> for what? Yeah. I just don't for think it's necessary. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> the good Lord intended for your penis to go into my vagina. That is why... Even though it may not be wet on the outside, it is wet on the inside. My butthole is not wet on the inside. If my butthole is wet on the inside, we have a problem. And that is why I'm afraid of anal. (laughs) So I hope that answers your question, Rick, because I feel like I did rant on that for a minute. But it's... But... It it should have answered your question. (laughs) And we're back. Here we are. Here we are. Welcome to my channel. So I have a question about DMs because I see all these people and it's like trending to do this whole like read messages from your DMs. Do you get crazy DMs? Do you check them at all? Do you entertain them? Tell me about your DMs because Um, I don't look at mine very often. I, I, so I look at mine just because sometimes I do get like a lot of like business inquiries. Um, That's the only reason like I do. But yeah. if it doesn't look legit, I don't click on it at all. So. No. So if it looks like something weird or something, a lot of times I don't even bother opening it. Yeah. Um, or a lot of times I'll glimpse it like the, what the first thing says or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but for the most part, like I do sometimes open them. Like if I'm bored, like I'll open them because it's sometimes hilarious. Like I love seeing it sometimes. Um, but a lot of times I don't really entertain it. Every once in a while, like if I'm really bored and someone says something crazy to me, I usually respond with something even crazier. So I like that. But otherwise, like I kind of don't really, even then, like a lot of times too, like people that I know, if they just do, like for me, if you're just going to put like an emoji on it, like, you know, like on Instagram, you can just instead of yeah, like, you like the reaction to the story. The reaction, and stuff. Yeah. Like I don't personally, like when I react to other people's things, I don't expect you to respond to it. Yeah. Like for me, a reaction to me is just like, I don't feel as though. Yeah. It needs to be responded to. If you send me a reaction, I'm probably not going to do it. Like, I'd rather you take the time to actually say something. Because if you really like something, you're going to say something. Yeah. It's not going to necessarily be yeah. just a reaction. I wish that more people knew and paid attention. It, it sucks. Like, okay, so I don't know if you knew about the new Instagram way of, like, actually getting stuff out there. Like, you have to – people have to save it. 
they have to share it, like it, comment. Like, and if you don't get like those four things, you're good luck. Yeah. Like, and it sucks because I wish if it then, and then it also sucks because at the same time you'd be like, I know that this is so annoying, but can you please save this post? Like all of my posts? Like, I don't want to fucking do that to people. I I do it to all my friends. Every time I see their stuff come up, I'm just like, Ooh, like, and then I, this is probably bad, but I like, I share it to my podcast Instagram (laughs) just so I'm not spamming other people with it, but I spam myself with it. But which isn't a bad thing. I feel like I just want to help. I just want to help. And that's why I have like my um, business page and stuff that I'll share stuff to sometimes like Mm -hmm. do different things like that. Like, and I'm, I'm fine with doing it. Like I don't mind doing it, especially to help other people out. Like I enjoy it. And a lot of times too, like with people that like who are my friends or things like that, like I will share your pictures because I'm like, oh man, she looks hot. Like, here you go. Mm -hmm. Take it. Take the love. Take it. And so I feel like I do it regularly. Like I feel like I naturally do it, especially because now that I know the algorithm and I know that I struggle with that because of the fact that I won't get a lot of traction and stuff because of the fact that like some of these little redundant ass things aren't happening, Yeah, which is fine. Or because of like the great old shadow ban, which I think is so stupid. It's so dumb. Like people, I have people who tell me, oh, I always want to see what you're posting and stuff, but I have to go to your exact, your actual page. Like I can't, it's never on my feed. And I'm like, I have all of these followers and like half of these people probably aren't seeing anything that I post. Yeah, it's true because you can tell when you're going through a shadow ban too because for instance, you'll have like a post that say, say your post typically average like six to 7,000 likes or something like that. Then you'll know because the next couple things that you post, like you'll have like a thousand, two thousand and it's similar stuff. It's stuff that seems like it would get the normal amount of traction interaction but then it's like, well, then I just fucking delete it because I'm like, well, clearly I'm in a shadow ban anyway. And then it looks bad that if anyone goes there, it's like, it, then it looks like, oh, were posted. you buying likes or something? It's like, oh, no, I'm just fucking shadow banned. Yeah. Like, so I might as well delete it. I went from like 1,000, 600, 500, 1,000, like, you know, close to 2,000, like things like that to getting now where like for a while I was only getting like 100 likes on things. Now I'm back to getting like, you know, 300 on some of my posts and stuff. And then now all of a sudden I'm noticing it's back to like... 69. But it, it goes in waves because, like, the, whatever the shadow ban is, it's, like, for a period of time. Yeah. And, and so it it's kind away. of, like, what I've noticed is that if I'm in a shadow ban, if I don't try to do posts and I just kind of, like, take a couple days or I only post maybe to the story or something like that, then it usually clears up a lot faster because it's something that I've heard is that when you're in a shadow ban, right, if you continue to do, like, the posting and try to get traction with hashtags and stuff like that because you're like well why am i not doing it um it will flag it as spam yeah. so yeah and i took that and week off of not really posting and then after that i noticed that i started going back to like 200 and whatever mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah it just sucks because it's like well why what what happened like what did i do this time what did i do and, and a lot of times i don't you. know and like i'm always like okay but this girl can literally have her nipples literally she's showing her nipples but you're mad at me for wearing lingerie or for literally laying under a ladder or for wearing like wings or the fact that you can see a freaking i guess a pussy line you can't even see my what my pussy shape is yeah you just see it could be a circle it could be a square you don't know no you don't know <laughs> I could have, like, some weird magical fucking pussy that looks like a fucking It could have a unicorn horn that comes out when you're aroused from your clitoris. Literally. But no one would ever know because you're censoring yourself. And it's like, now you're censoring me even further. But then you have people. It's like you wear a sheer shirt. And I'm like, I can see this girl's nipples. I can see your nipples, but you're verified. 
Yeah. And it's like, well, why? But then you try to get verified, and it's like, oh, there's not enough about you. And it's like, oh, no, no, there's enough about me. It's just that you don't it's porn, it. so you don't like it. Yeah. And so that's why. But then you have catfishes who literally steal money from people who – I have people commenting all the time like, why did you – there's this – oh, my God. There's this guy on YouTube, and it's like, I'm sorry to laugh, but I'm also not sorry because it's kind of like, just listen to this. He comments – on one of my on one of the podcast uh, YouTube videos, asking me to talk about why I left my husband in New Zealand and why I treated him so badly and blah blah blah. And I'm I commented back just like, "What are you talking about? I don't fucking know you." And he goes on to this whole thing about how I'm I was married to him and I left him and all this stuff. And it's like you were catfished. You sent money to someone. And I always get these things in my DMs about, I lost $40,000 because of you. I had someone write into the podcast, do you want to talk about the catfishes that are fucking with people because you don't protect your photos? It's like, how the fuck do you think I protect my photos? I can go and screenshot your stuff and I could create a page if I really wanted to. Excuse me. It's not fucking hard. It's not fucking difficult to take photos from someone's social media, especially when you are unable to get verified because of the predominant line of work. That you either are in or came from, whatever, what have you. And it's like, when you're not verified, if, if I report catfish accounts of myself, for instance, they're like, well, who are they impersonating? Me. And there's no option for even other people to report it as impersonating someone else because I'm not verified. So because I'm not verified, they're not impersonating me because, what, I'm not... I'm not verified, so I'm not real by you're Instagram real standards either. So it's like, well, how do you expect me to combat any of that? I have a difficult enough time getting all of my stolen content taken down across the internet. So it's like, it, and it comes back to the whole personal responsibility fucking thing, man. Like, don't let yourself get catfish. Do you really think that? <laughs> do you really think that a person that you've never met and I would assume never Facetimed? Never, like, really talked to... Did no one watch Cat the show Catfish? Yeah, like, has no one seen Catfish? Has like, no one? I watch that all the has time. Has anyone learned anything? Like, I don't, I There's, don't understand. You literally can Google it, and you can usually find everything about people. I'm going to do one thing real quick. I'm just going to plug that in. I forgot to plug in the charge. But yeah, like, it's, it's asinine. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, Why? Has, and then how is that my responsibility? No, I don't get I don't understand that. Like what's the purpose of so, you feeling that? Here's way? me addressing that, Mr. Emailer. It's not my responsibility. So it's on you. It's your responsibility to if you are thinking that you are dating someone or married to someone, perhaps you should spend some face to face interaction with them in person. Touch them. Make sure they're real. Because mm. it's not me. You're real. It's not me. <laughs> I, I get like all the You're time. not a mirage. Are you in New York? Because I matched with you on Tinder. It's like I, for one, don't have Tinder. For two, I haven't left Vegas all year. I haven't gone anywhere. Like, and it's just like, it just keeps happening. And it's like, all these people are so mad about it. It's like, no, it, you're saying that you're mad at me. But when you really dive into yourself, try some therapy. Think about that fact that you're actually mad at yourself. For getting duped because you were thinking with your peepee. Don't always think with the peepee. Just sometimes. You don't have your own brain. Like it's it just have some motherfucking personal responsibility. It's like I I don't have time to be responsible for every single man who's ever jerked off to my tits. 
Sorry. <laughs> no. Fuck. And that's always like the hard, I feel like that's so hard because like people really don't pay attention to it. And my biggest thing is, is like you didn't think to like FaceTime me or like there's been time for people. And again, the same like tender thing. Oh, I saw you on Tinder. Like I thought you were this or I thought you were that. I'm like, it wasn't me. Like I don't, I don't have dating apps. Yeah. Like you're talking to someone else. Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. Congratulations. I don't know. But then it's like, and then it's like any type of explanation that I ever give to like no, it's not me. This is the only account. That's why it says the only account. That's why it has half a million followers. And the one that you're asking if it's me has a hundred. Even my backup account. Naked neighbor, by the way. N-E-K-K-I-D. Neighbor. Only backup account on Instagram. It has more followers than any of the catfishes. <laughs> Just do some research. That's all you got to do. You can image search me and figure out who I am real quick. <laughs> like it's not my fault man well, i'm sorry google people take name. photos of me and you can find my page if you google my name and yeah my it's page will pop up super easy i never i never understood stuff like that like i just i think it's like insane like how you it's so hard but again well I, it's also it's not that's why it comes back to the fact that at the end of the day i don't really take it personally because i know they're not mad at me they're mad at themselves for the situation but it's it's people taking what they want to see, what they want to happen, what they envision happening. It's what's happened with cam members to me in the past, stalker situations, all that stuff. And they, people do it all the time. They take their own wants and they project it on to the object of their desire. Yeah. And it, it happens in relationships. It happens in friendships. It's why all not every relationship works out, friendship or romantic or even familial like it's because you just start to you start to realize the different expectations that people have for you based on their perceived idea of you and i hate to break it to you but that's that's when it comes back to the whole how i've always ran this is it's a fantasy it it's a fantasy a service that's provided because either you know you don't want to cheat on your wife so you'd rather jerk off to someone making a customized video saying your name because maybe your wife it doesn't want to have sex. Maybe you and your wife are on the account together. Whatever it is, it's like, you know, it's it's a fantasy. That's why I'm not in person with any of these people. It's why, for the most part, I I'm in my little my bubble. little subscriber bubble. And it's like, it, people need to to realize that like behind whatever entity you see online with any type of performer, not just adult industry or model or or anything is that there's what's put out because that's the brand but that's it and that's what you're given you can have your own ideas your own fantasies of whatever that is but you can't expect the other person to reciprocate that yeah so you can feel like you're in love with me it doesn't mean that i have to be in love with you yeah you and can... it's like and on the and on the other note it's like how can you really be in love with someone if you've spent no time with them like, there's a difference talking to someone on a subscriber platform or on a live stream or uh, or even sitting here and having a conversation that people are kind of a part of as they sit here and listen to us. And yeah, they maybe, feel like they're here. Yeah. But they're not. But they're not. And it's like... You, th there's, there's things that are cut out of podcasts. There's things that are cut out of all mm -hmm. of this that you're not getting to see. Like, you're not there for the full thing. Yeah. Like, I, when I went and took a giant shit earlier, I did not, you know, take take this with me, so. No. It was here. She got to listen to it, it though. It was yeah. Really nice. You don't like it. Everywhere. But. 
Oh, that talk of Adel. <laughs> oh, the Adel talk had me up to take a shit. <laughs> I was just thinking about low. shitting that dick out, and I was just like, damn, I gotta go. <laughs> like, let me get this dick out of this butthole. Fuck. <laughs> 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 it's hard! <laughs> oh, I can't get it out. Oh, my God. This was constipated. <laughs> oh, so I remember we had the idea. Sorry, I'm stoned. I should smoke more of this because this is fun. Um... Remember how you were like, you should do a Q&A, but have people leave their sexual experiences? Yes! I screenshotted them, the ones that were there, so we can go through and read those. I love a Q&A with experiences. <laughs> we'll see if there's anything good, because there, there was only a couple I posted it when I was shadow banned. <laughs> so I didn't get that many. We'll see what we can glean from this, but some of them are just like... The way that people write is amazing. So there's one, two, three, four, five. All right. And you can pick. Why don't you start diving through and see which okay. which sticks out to you, my dear. <laughs> Someone was like, I love you. We were just talking about that. I know. Hey, come on. Mm. You don't know me like that. <laughs> okay. That, some of them are like basic things that I feel like would happen. Yeah, I, I I noticed that too. I was like, I was like weirdest, strangest, craziest sexual experience, and I was like, damn, some vanilla ass motherfuckers out there. No offense, it's all all peace and love. I know. Uh, okay, so this this one is kind of funny to me. Okay. Um. So someone said, someone I know got so horny once, and he fucked his baby Yoda teddy, and was so proud. What the fuck? <laughs> it's the bottom corner. <laughs> like, most of them are kind of vanilla, so I'm just like, eh, whatever. And they're like, Un- we we fucked under the stars, and that was the best. And then someone sneezed on me, and we just held each other and laughed. That just... Wait, wait. Wasn't it for me? <laughs> Poor Yoda. Show your tits sideways. Uh, side boob? Okay. Okay. Side boob. Good job. You're killing it. <laughs> like. Yeah, side boob. Fuck, this sucks. Some of them suck. All of them suck. I literally, that's why I was like, that one's the funniest one. I feel like, hold on, let me see if the one that I asked my friend is still All right. Here. Wife doesn't like sucking dick or let me go down on her a lot. Maybe you suck at going down on her. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't like the way your dick smells or tastes. Can we have a real ass conversation about washing genitals? Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, how difficult is it? <clears throat> how difficult is it? it it's external. Be. Guy junk is external. <clears throat> Wash it. Why do some of them smell like moldy socks? It could be their underwear. Maybe their underwear like half dirty. Wash your fucking underwear. Like I don't understand. Freeball it if you must. But I don't like get it. the amount of like ungroomed, musty genitals that I have encountered in my life is astounding to me. It is astounding. Like 
We're expected, right? Neat. Trim. Smelling like a fucking rose, even though there's fucking liquid and it's in, like, inside, it's outside gonna, our bodies. Yeah, it's gonna, it smells gonna change. It's like things. inside, outside. I'm sorry, like, you can't fucking control it. External. How do your balls smell like that? Have you never heard of jerking off with soap in the shower? It's the easiest way to clean your dick. And I, I just don't. I fail to understand how the smell can occur and how you do not understand or that the smell just exists. Trim it up. Trim it up. You don't even have to. I like. You trim. don't even have to be. You don't even have to cut most, it off. Most of just the smell sits it. in the, the forest. The I'm sorry. The rainforest because it is damp. Yeah. It is damp. It's sweaty. It's it damp. It collects scent. Trim it down. Trim it for the love of Christ. Like, what are we doing here? I don't here? want to feel like there's a Brillo pad oh my God, scratching like, my Oh my pussy. God, I don't like girls with armpit hair. Well, and I have laser, so I don't have armpit hair. Same. But, like, have armpit hair if you fucking want to. But, but those same guys, I'm like, you have a force of hair that's this fucking long. Your dick is mushroom topping over the forest of pubes. It's like the only part of your dick that doesn't smell like moldy pubes is the tip of your cock because that is the only part not covered. How do you not understand that you need to trim the forest? This is like the problem with like what California keeps having like the crazy fucking fires because they don't want to clear out the underbrush. You do not want to catch fire. Okay. In your nostrils, on your freshly shaved lady bit skin that is very sensitive. You don't want crotch fire. You don't want throat fire. You do not. I don't want to. I don't want to floss with your pubes. Okay. Makes me want to get. God. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, just wash and shave and trim. It it makes sense because even if you're like, damn, I'm not getting laid right now. You never know, and if the opportunity presents itself and you are not prepared, you might not be getting laid. And if you are, you better give that woman the world. If she does not complain. That is all I have to say about it. Okay. All right. Next. Okay. You sure? <laughs> so, I will not say who because I do not have permission to say who it is. Um, but, so I thought this one was kind of funny. It's not really, like, a bad one or, like, it's just, it's just more, like, interesting. So, he says, I was with someone and it was our first time fucking. Everything was great. Two minutes in, she came. A minute later, she came again. A minute later, she came again. She apologized, and I said she can't help it and was embarrassed by how much she was coming. I told her it's literally a compliment. I don't mind, LMFAO. Her her orgasms were insane, though, like trembling, and again, I'm cool with whatever. I'm chill. I don't judge. Maybe a couple minutes after she apologized, I flipped her over and doggy. She came again. This time, she farted while she was coming. She was saying sorry, coming and shaking all at the same time. (laughs) Then she stopped me and said she literally couldn't take anymore and blue balled me. And then he's like, the story is more funny than bad per se, but still, I wanted to finish. Oh my gosh. She's just like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm farting. I'm I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm I'm done. Done. Stop. I can't do this anymore. You don't get to get off. (laughs) That's so mean. She farted on him. She came so many times. I feel like. That was the best story. So when I posted, that was the best story that I got. I got some other really good ones, but it was so long ago. I did not save them. I did not screenshot them. Um, But it was, it was so funny to me because I was just like, that would suck. Like, fuck. 
you're sitting there and like clearly, you know, you're getting out of it. You're having a great time and she's getting off. And she's yeah. like, stop. Stop now. You're done. You're done. I can't handle that. That is an orgasm denial. That is, that's intense. So I feel like that was, that was a bit of a power trip. That's a fucking power trip. She's like, she's like, you are my human vibrator dildo right now, sir. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to fart on you. (laughs) And then you can't come. Are you in? Let's do this again sometime. <laughs> At least she didn't shard on him. But oh. see, okay, this is my thing. So he said this is the first time that they fucked. So I should have asked him, like, did you did fuck you do her it again? again? <laughs> did she fart on you again? Did you fuck her again? Like, what happened? Can you ask him and we can follow up on this on a later date? Let me, let me, ooh, ooh. Uh, let's see. This is amazing. God, people are so interesting. I like to look at them from a distance and be like, damn, this is real life. I said, I was like, we were talking about people's best and worst experiences and I reminisced on yours. Haha. <laughs> Did you sleep with her again? We need a, we need again. a follow up. I'm pretty sure he said that he would tell me his story if I told him his and I never I never told him Just my best asking. or worst story. <laughs> He'll get it eventually or never. Who cares? Does it really matter? No. That just takes me to Besides, time people up. like to tell people like to tell about their stories. I want to hear I like hearing about your stories. I don't feel the need to like talk about mine. Like I want to hear your stories. Yeah. I like to garner my own my own things to think about. Yeah. And then but I want to know yours. Yeah. So if anyone else has any, DMs are open for those. DMs are open. I will even respond. TWND podcast. And. Mm. Oh, my Instagram is Mm. at a purple affair. Mm -hmm. I will respond. Keep in mind, I am very good at that block button. So um, you can send it to me. I will respond to you about your story, but I can guarantee if you start getting creepy or weird, um, I'm really good at blocking conversations. Um, I probably won't block you from my page and keep, you know, looking at me. Fine with that. But I will block you from ever messaging me again yeah okay all right cool thanks Sweet. thanks yeah um like i just i would tell people to not be gross in my dms but i've done that before and it, just it never grosser. works and so that's why i just i don't read your dms so maybe i'll have an open call to send me dms one of these days and i'll just pour through them and make that a whole ass episode i'm just pouring through all of the shitty dms yeah we'll see all right cool. you'll probably get some good ones so i feel like getting ideas you get good ones and bad ones i feel like for me i know that i get some really good dms and then i get some like really just like i can't breathe i'm gonna vomit yeah and then i don't vomit but i think about it I just can't. People are just some people gross. just have no respect, and I'm just like, who raised you? Uh, a pack of wolves. <laughs> a narcissist for me, but <laughs> mine was a bunch of narcissists, actually. Bunch of narcissists. Um, <laughs> narcissists, and I can list a whole slew of what the people who raised me are. Um, some great moments. Honestly, we've talked about demon spawn in the yeah. past. Some great moments too, but like. Yeah. A lot of narcissistic behavior from all of them. Yeah. Honestly. Fuck. Fucking parents. (laughs) Fucking. Gross. Who the fuck told you to fucking fuck my mom and then here the fuck I am? Yeah. Who 
didn't ask, ask for, for that this. shit. I didn't ask to be born. No. And now here I am trying to make the best of it, and people are like, you're gross. And I'm like, you're I know. I know I'm gross. The whore next door. There Literally. it is. Well, it's even like, okay, so remember that salon I was saying I was working at? Yeah. Um. So I had quit or whatever, and I basically like told her like the reason I quit is because you're a shitty boss. You're a shitty. You know, you just you need to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like I never bashed her as a person or anything like that. I just said you literally are not running your business. Like what I'm comfortable with, I'm done. Yeah, for sure. So then she was talking about me to clients, to um, employees, and mind you, like employees were messaging me, clients were messaging me, like a bunch of people were messaging me. She was literally like saying she's a prostitute. She's this. She's that. She's this. And I'm like. Excuse me? So then, like, I just messaged her. And then I was like, and I literally, like, asked her. I was like, I was like, what's the problem? I said, are you mad that I'm attractive? Like, so you just come up with what's the first thing that come in your head is, she's a prostitute. Like, why? And secondly, why are you, like, bad talking me because I quit your shitty business? I could have done much worse things. Yeah. You could have burned it down. Yeah. I could have taken every client with Damn it. Put fire. Fire. Lots of it. Burning it down. Oh, the fire. Burn the establishment. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a man voice. That didn't uh, work well. I can get very low, but sometimes it hurts. I don't know if I can get that low. Let me try. <sighs> All I can do is get like this. <laughs> and then I tickle and I can't, I can't hold it. And it tickles my throat and I'm like, and all the saliva. How low? The only way that I can go low is <laughs> I can't. Is if I fucking growl and it fucking hurts. I know. I'm like, I'm like ah. Oh. I have no voice left. And it tickles your nose and it makes everything. Okay, wait. I can get so low like this. <sighs> I need to lube myself. It's amazing. It sounds so cool in the microphone. I know. When here you get it is so here. close to it. When I first started this, I tried to have a podcast voice. It sounded something like this. I thought that it would be soothing. But then I got so fucking tired of like, I was like, why in this thing that I'm doing where I just get stoned and end up talking normal anyway? Am I trying to put on this like sexy voice? <laughs> like save that for the pornos, kid. Come on. What are you doing? Well, that was even like the, when we first did it and we were like, uh, my new phone cast. So then you have to just get in there and just do so much. And this is really exhausting and I've barely been doing it. I don't like to do this. When I do ASMR voiceovers for my videos, I do it as I watch the video. And I have to film or record in 30 second increments because I simply cannot. I also need to take two to five minute pauses between each 30 second recording. Because <laughs> it's fucking. I'm sitting there, I'm like, mmm. Oh, that smells so good. I love when your hands squeeze that banana. <laughs> Don't even like bananas. <laughs> And it's just like I I know that people like it. I guess like and I I you get love it. I get the voice thing because when I listen back, it sounds awesome. But filming it or recording it, I don't know. I keep saying filming. I feel ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just like it's so difficult. And then I'm just like, 
touching my body. Oh. <laughs> it's I'm like the end of here, Just sliding that shrimp in my mouth and just <laughs> Yep. Just like that. Uh, and I can't uh, I can't fucking I'm like I just wanna be normal. I don't I don't talk like this. Let me tell you about how I'm just putting my hands on my throat. Oh, that's just so nice. And then you take a break and you're just like fisting chips into your, your mouth. mouth. You're just like, fuck, I'm hungry, I'm bored. <laughs> I don't want to know this anymore. <laughs> I have to finish. Uh, can we stop now? If I finish this, I can have pad thai. Yes. All right. Let's finish mm. this. What time does it say my Uber Eats is going to be here? <laughs> Ooh, 20 minutes. 20 uh, minutes of this in the food. In uh, my mouth. It's so much. It's like, but it, it's funny because it's like, it's some of the, the more easy content to make because it's just like you can film a video and actually have like real music playing because you're not going to have audio for it and just kind of enjoy yourself and then do a voiceover for it so there's like no pressure but then i feel like that part's fun and then doing the asmr is like the least amount of work but it takes me the longest (laughs) because you have to keep taking breaks but why can't i just do it why can't i just like because even though you salivate like... a lot and you can do that cool thingy with the, you know, stringy thing, um, you still have to lube up your throat. Ah, I know. And unlike your pussy, yeah. just because something goes in or comes out does not mean it's going to stay wet. Especially because you do smoky de merdona. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Fuck. So I'm just giving away <sighs> secrets over here. I know. <laughs> Industry secrets. <laughs> Industry secrets. But it's not like I don't. You need a podcast just of industry secrets. Right? And just tell all the funny, weird shit that you guys have to do and go through just to get one one two-minute video or a minute video out. Just, yeah, like, all the weird shit to get it started. So much. Well, I've, I've said before, like, about, like, going through customs and creating, like, because so many of them are so similar, I create, like, little songs for each person's name and custom so that I remember what I'm about to do right before I do it. I was like, I'm in gray, gonna drag his dick, beg for his cum. And then I'm like, all right, got this. Three minutes for Greg. Let's fucking do this. Beg for his cum. Come on, Greg. Greg. There we go. Here you go, Greg. And it's not like any Greg. I just, Greg is always the first name that pops into my head yeah, for some same. reason. I don't even know anyone named Greg, but it's always Greg. I feel like so. mine is always like Dave or Dan. <laughs> Dan. Dan. Dan the man. Uh, Dan. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's why. I don't know what I, I, I don't know if like when I was a kid, there was someone named Dan and I used to just be like, Dan the man, which sounds like me, like something Yeah, like I something that your brain would make up, but um, you can't remember anyone named Dan. Yeah. I don't remember any Gregs. I know some Gregs. I know some Dan's too no, now, Dan. but like Dan was always popping into my head before I knew Dan. So. Yeah, I know some Dan's, but I. Do I know a Greg? You might know a Greg. You just probably. Certainly I must know a Greg. You must know at least one Greg or met a Greg. Gregory, like, so, okay, so we found this guy's um, debit card one time when we were at the airport, Greg, me, Allie, and his name was Gregory. So, like, we, like, found Gregory on social media, like, we sent messages, everything. We never got a hold of him, so we just, like, we just, like, gave them, like, we just got rid of the card, like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, just gave it to the banking, please. Yeah, whatever. And so, 
now, like, when I hear Greg or something, I always think of him. And, like, we ended up naming the dinosaur Gregorius Rex. Oh, yeah. Because of Greg. Because we found it at the airport when I had Greg. Like, oh I had, we found Greg's card. Send me, and send me a photo of Gregorius Rex. Oh, my gosh. I'll we'll send you a picture of him food. sitting on my butt. David, Gregorius Rex. Because <laughs> I don't know. If, oh, we do have pictures of him by himself. But I feel like the one of him sitting on my butt is just way better. Yeah. I'm we'll like, totally post that. As long as it's, it's YouTube it's friendly. YouTube then. friendly. Sick. Perfect. I'm not naked. Perfect. I have on I have on undies and a bralette thing, not bralette, a corset thing. Sick. It's it's, it's perfect. Totally safe. safe. You can pick which one you safe want. Safe for work. We need it to be safe for work. Yeah. Not your work, but also should work take work. note as well. Like in the comments. <laughs> so guys, I don't know if you know this, but this is a podcast. This isn't only slams. This is not a Zazzers. This is not a place that I'm doing the naughty There's stuff. So I talk about the naughty stuff. But I'm not doing But it. I need y'all to consider in the comments. On Instagram. They will take it down. On YouTube. Be considerate of the fact that while I am talking about industry-related things from time to time, I'm not always. And regardless, censorship is already bad enough for me and people even like you and people that do anything that is like to do with modeling body anything that has to do with any of that kind your of your physical being yes so please be respectful in the comments of the guests please be re- respectful in the comments of like the people that are surrounding like the podcast like i just be respectful like not everybody I know that there's a lot of disrespect to be had for the adult industry, but not all of my guests, photographers, makeup artists, models, people who are from all walks of life and have all different kinds of careers, they don't need to be ostracized as well and make it harder on everybody. So let's all be kind and respectful and keep things like PG-13. Or just be kind to people. Like, just there's be no kind. reason to be an asshole for no reason. There's no reason. And it's, you not, have an it's not necessarily that people are, are even being rude, but just kind of know the time and place on yep. when to comment certain things, like about my videos on YouTube videos that have that nothing, to do, nothing to do with them. Or Instagram posts have nothing to do with that, because things like that get me censored, can get my account shut down, and that affects... My you job. Being, and that and so, you being able to watch. Clearly yeah. you enjoy watching it, so So can we just think before we speak. Think before we speak. Or just type. Take two seconds. It takes so little time to type something on your phone. It takes a little bit longer to think about it before you send it. So try just taking a pause. <gasps> Deep breath. Think. Will this negatively potentially affect Anybody. someone? Please don't do it. Alright, thanks. Yeah. That's it. I agree. Alright. I think that's a good place to stop. I did too. And I think that we can come back and do this again. And I think that we should game plan some fun things with maybe some DM reading or do yes. some live Q&A type stuff yeah. as well. I feel like, especially if we're going to do that, we can always like lead up to it too and, you know, start posting beforehand and get mm-hmm. all of the content yeah, and we can, all that. We can and then we'll be like, here, hey, for guess sure. what, guys? We're going live for this. Yep. And I think that'll get a lot of shit. Yeah, for sure. It'll be so much fun. All right. Well, um, would you like to tell everybody once again, remind them where they can follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at a purple affair. Basically, anything that has to do with me is probably going to be at a purple affair. Awesome. Yeah. Um, So you can find me there. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at TWND Podcast. You can follow me personally on Instagram at this redhead is 
SFW. Please keep my comment section SFW as well. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any comments, any questions, if you guys need advice, feel free to leave me a voice message on anchor.fm slash TWND. Or you can write into the podcast at TWNDpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you to be liking and subscribing. And sharing. (laughs) And hitting the save button on Instagram too. And anything that you can do helps. Leave comments. I don't know. Do the fourth. Leave nice comments. Leave respectful comments. PG-13 comments. Thanks for listening. Make sure you jerk off to my videos. Bye.